come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be discussing encouragement according to God's word. What does the Bible say about encouragement? We could start by talking about what is meant by biblical encouragement. The action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope. To inspire with courage, spirit, or hope. We can find evidence of this in John 16.33, where Jesus says, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. He also talks to us through John 14 and 27, where he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. From the biblical definition as teens, you can see, God has through his son, Jesus Christ, continually encouraged you. This can be seen through scripture as you have dealt with countless situations that could have easily gotten you down on life. I want you to think back in an earlier episode where Jesus told us that he's going to prepare a place to later return to take us there. He was encouraging his followers, believers, yep, you, to stay strong in his absence while living in this world that offers so much heartache and pain for various reasons. How can we intentionally grow in the role of an encourager? I want you as teens to know that everything about God is intentional, and it requires an intentional response from you. 2 Peter 1 and 10 tells you to make every effort, and this effort is an intentional act, to make your calling and election sure. Be certain that you've given your life to Christ. If you're intentional in your daily walk about your place in Christ, that you choose each and every day whom you shall serve, that you slay your flesh daily. Why do all of that? Because one, you won't stumble, and two, you are guaranteed a place in the eternal kingdom of Jesus Christ. You could do one thing above all things as a teen to intentionally, with purpose, and commitment to grow in your role as an encourager of the next generation of soldiers, the current generation of soldiers, and even the older generation of soldiers, by starting each day with and living by Joshua 1 and 9. Has God not commanded you to be strong and courageous, to not be afraid, to not be discouraged? For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. We open up this episode this week talking about what is biblical encouragement. And it took us to a place where we found out that as a teen, you have the role of an encourager of the next generation. Which made you ask this question, how do we encourage, yes you, how do we or how do teens encourage those we are in relationship with? I love the easy questions y'all be asking me. For your information, this is a really, really great question. And I'm so glad that not I, but God has a great answer for your young, inquisitive mind. God's word speaks of the gift of exhortation or encouragement in Romans 12, 6 through 8. And it reads, and I'm going to paraphrase. You have all been instructed to encourage one another day after day. That can be found in Hebrews 3.13 and Hebrews 10.25. Please take the time to read the scriptures for yourself in their entirety. 
God has charged every believer, young and old, to encourage somebody or someone. Here are a few practical ways to encourage. Encourage them in their relationship with the Lord. But watch this. Encouraging ourselves in the Lord is the first priority for an encourager. Without knowing what the word says, your encouragement is baseless and simply your personal opinion. This is where your prayer life needs to be key in your relationship with God. As you prayerfully depend on Him in your life, you are able to encourage others to live obediently and making godly choices by praying for them and with them. You encourage them by listening. Being a good listener is every encourager's greatest weapon. It takes discipline. We are so quick to want to fix our friends, our family members, and that person who is living a life of discouragement, so we speak way too soon. God tells us to be quick to hear and slow to speak, James 1 and 19. This applies to more than when we are angry, but also in encouraging a person through tough times in their lives, Proverbs 18 and 13. Your silence offers you the time to pray, seeking God for the words and wisdom to encourage your friend, your family, or that stranger that God has placed in your path. You encourage them through joy. If you're known as an angry and unhappy or negative person a good portion of the time, you are probably not the person that people will seek out when they need encouragement. The joy of the Lord has to be present in every encourager's life. It is what draws people to you and God. We talked about biblical encouragement. We talked about your role in encouragement. We talked about how to encourage those that we are in relationship with. Which leads us to this final question. What part in encouragement do you play? In your young life, in your adult life, in your getting old life, you will come across many different kinds of people every day at school, church, work, and even in our own homes. It would not be readily apparent, but these same people could be struggling with something each and every day by the words spoken to them and the actions perpetrated by others against them. Believe it or not, they can still hear the hurtful words from their childhood, teenage years, and adulthood. It's only by the grace of God that gives you what we need to overcome our own difficulty and become a source of encouragement to the hurting. Oh wait, you thought I was talking about other people and not you. The takeaway is this. Spend time praying and asking God to show you the persons or the person who you can be an encouragement to today, tomorrow, next week, and next year. Because God needs your voice and your spirit to reach a dying world. I will leave you with these two quotes. When one teaches, two learn, Robert Heelan. When one encourages, two are healed, Tommy Bennett. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about encouragement as well. The question was, how can they, at a young age, encourage others when they themselves sometimes need encouragement? Valid question. In Proverbs 27, 17, it says, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Today, friend, I hope that I can sharpen you just enough that you go out and sharpen others. In the Bible, Bar- Barnabas was known as the son of encouragement. He had everything in him to encourage another. And you have it within yourself as well. It's just a matter of tapping into it. How do you do that? Well, some are born with the gift of encouragement, meaning that it comes easy and naturally to lift up someone's spirit, make them laugh, and be that ear that some people need. It's their personality. For others, it is something that you have to work at, put into practice until it becomes natural. It's important to find good in everyone. Yes, 
I know some may only have a glimmer, but it's there. You also have to be willing to talk the talk and walk the walk, the Christian walk, that is, because whatever is in you will come out. The Bible says out of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you speak positivity, that's in your heart. The same as if you speak negativity, it's in your heart. You have heard the saying, think before you speak. It's hard sometimes and you have to actively practice it, but it can be done. Someone needs your encouragement, not your negativity. People say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Now that is a lie from the pit of hell. Words have power and they hurt deeply. And young people stop saying mean and nasty things and then try to backpedal and say, I'm just playing. Nope, you can't do that. Once mean and nasty things come out of your mouth, there is no way to take them back. The person that you're talking to has already heard them and it gets in their spirit. They may laugh with you at the moment, but when they are alone, those words come back and it can cause serious harm. Don't let your words break someone's spirit because you never know another person's breaking point. Again, you have what it takes to encourage another. So be an encourager, not a discourager. Be the light in someone's dark place. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, It's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.